there is what um, I would call a hidden pandemic of violence against women and girls during this pandemic that is, that is quite serious. You're listening to the Quince Podcast. The pandemic has been a battle on many fronts. Apart from the obvious healthcare crisis, the world is also grappling with social, economic, as well as ecological crises as a result of it. A recent commentary in The Lancet, signed by the heads of WHO and five other UN agencies, highlights how these burdens have deepened gender inequality and have undone years of progress. Hello everyone, I'm Anushka from QuintFit and today we're speaking to Dr. Geeta Sen, a member of the Public Health Foundation of India and a co-author of this commentary in The Lancet. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Sen. Uh, To begin with, I want to ask you, how has the pandemic impacted women specifically and what are some setbacks that we've seen um, when it comes to gender equality in the last year and a half? When there are lockdowns, women who are at risk of being abused by partners, husbands, um, fathers, other family members, and so on, are locked down with their abusers. And the abusers are getting more and more irritated, erratic, and beginning to take it out. This is about kids. Um, Girls have much less access to cell phones than boys do. And in any case, families prioritize the boys' education to the girls' education. So that means when you've got online classes with poor internet and families struggling to get their kids schooling, who's losing out? It's the girls who are losing out. And what is going to happen? We we are seeing child and early marriages going up on the ground. We are seeing families uh, who would have kept their girls in school longer under normal circumstances, pulling them out and saying, okay, you know, now shadi karado, let's get them married and uh, we can't do this. So it's a, I mean, these are reversals that are going to require an awful lot of work to recover from. And added to this, the burden of invisible work within the households, or like you mentioned in your commentary, the unpaid care work also falls upon women. Um, How has this increased during the pandemic and how can you go about um, recognizing this? It is one of the most pervasive I would say across societies, it's not just in India, it's practically everywhere. Even in the high income countries in Europe and so on, you find the same women doing much, much more unpaid care work um, in the home. And now, of course, in the time of COVID, um, that unpaid care work includes much more um, of caring for patients, Children who would have been sent off to school, at least for a few hours, are now at home. And so all of that care lands on, lands on women. And therefore, it has been a big demand 
from women's groups everywhere, I would say, that we need in the first instance, there has to be a recognition of the importance of this work. Um, in India, we've had a number of time use studies and the latest was done like just a few years ago that actually calculates how much time, and they do it in a variety of ways by keeping informal diaries through regular, um, you know, noting down how much time is spent on this kind of unpaid work um, by household members. And the hours by women are huge. And how do economic conditions impact gender dynamics and deepen gender inequality? So there's no social security, there's no incomes, people are squeezing their belts. And you know, in our context, in our, you know, Bharatiya Parampara, Sanskriti, whatever you want to call it, women self-sacrifice for their children, for the family. So even in normal times, they eat last and they eat least. Um, in these contexts, it's their food intake, their nutritional intake, girls, women, um, that is likely to get really seriously and is being seriously affected. Um, the work participation rate for women in India has been dramatically declining already, even before the pandemic. For the last 10 years plus, we have been watching in horror as all the gains that we had seemed to have made in terms of women's work participation rates going up, um, all were beginning to be reversed. Speaking of inequalities when it comes to access to healthcare, um, let's talk about COVID vaccines and women. Why are women falling back when it comes to the uptake of vaccines? I was checking even today on the COVID app um, Cohen dashboard to see if there'd been any improvements in the ratio of women to men uh, being vaccinated. And I don't think it's happening. The gap is widening more and more in terms of numbers. It's somewhere around 870 women vaccinated per thousand men vaccinated. Um, why is that happening? Lots of different reasons, probably. Some of it has to do with straight gender power. Who gets within households to decide who will go and get vaccinated? And women themselves are self-sacrificing, as we know in our context. They say, nay, nay, aap jaye. you go and get it done. It's very important for you to get it done. Um, and sometimes it's rationalized by saying, oh, women are in the home, they're less at risk, the men and go out and they, they need it more. Who takes care of COVID patients in the home? It's the women. They're the ones who are therefore most at risk of infection. So the home is not a place for most people that is secure from infection. And going forward, um, you know, what systemic changes can help reduce this gap, if not close it? If we don't even recognize, if we don't have the data and the evidence that tell us how much this is, what policy is possible? 
policies are data driven. Policies are driven by truthful, honest data about what the reality is of what is going on. Recognize and then serious campaigns to redistribute and to reduce the drudgery of work. So some programs like improving the availability of clean fuel for women are quite laudable if they can be carried through in a way that it's not just, you know, the first gas cylinder. And then after that, nobody can afford it. So it's another ornament in the, in the house and the woman is back to the chula. But the other thing that we, that we need to do is actually um, much more attention to equity in the availability of vaccines. Why do I believe that will affect gender inequality? Because one of the reasons that we have the kind of gender inequality that we do is shortages. If we have to ration who will get it, then the household say, let the men get it. And in any case, the women don't have the capacity of, uh, you know, cell phone. Cell phone um, capacity is much less among women. So put, if we were able to produce at a much bigger rate than we are right now, that would have a big impact. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quince website and check out our other podcasts. 